Coming up, we've got an update on the Disney Plus password sharing crackdown. Plus also, is Disney looking to sell National Geographic? All that and more coming up in today's Disney Plus news, but make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest. Hi everyone, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. Let's start off with talking about the Disney Plus password crackdown. So earlier this year, Netflix decided to go on a big crackdown to try and get more subscribers, uh, especially those that were not paying for their subscription because they were friends or family were using it. And they implemented a new system which encouraged people to sign up and started being a bit more um, just strict on how many people could share their accounts. It resulted in them adding millions of new subscribers. So ultimately it was a huge success from their point of view. And unsurprisingly, the other streaming services want to follow suit. So Disney has said that they are gonna be doing a crackdown on account sharing. And earlier this year, just ahead of the launch of the ad tier and the new standard tier here in Europe, also in Canada and other places around the world, subscribers were then getting an email informing them of a new terms of service talking about how they viewed um, a household in terms of basically they didn't want you sharing your account outside your household. Now, a couple of things that they introduced with this new standard tier um, internationally was the limit of two concurrent streams at once. That means only two people can watch at any given time compared to Disney Plus Premium which offers four. Now the four concurrent stream system has been in place since Disney Plus initially launched. However, they've never really enforced it. I do suspect that they are gonna start cracking down on that and that's gonna be their first way of doing it and to maybe getting you to kind of prompt you for passwords and passcodes a little bit more often. However, the good news is that the password crackdown is not happening straight away because during the recent quarterly financial results, Bob Iger did say that they're not expecting any meaningful impact from their new account sharing crackdown until 2025. Now this might be that um, they're gonna be doing it very slowly and maybe not as aggressively as Netflix because they don't want the, you know, the, the backlash from that. They maybe already felt that people were a little bit annoyed with them, so therefore don't wanna piss everybody off, which is kind of understandable. The fact that they're not expecting any meaningful mean, uh, thing for this till 2025, maybe is that they're just gonna put it off until 2024 and be a little bit more stricter. I wouldn't be at all surprised if one of the big reasons for that is the big change of what's going on in the US with the upcoming edition of Hulu on Disney Plus being added into Disney Plus in the US in December and then they're gonna have the full rollout happening in March. So they're gonna have a lot of stuff happening with Disney Plus over the next few months with all this happening on. And maybe doing a password crackdown at the same time might not be a good thing. They also wanna get as many people into it, get people used to it, more people on the ad tier, etc. so on. So kind of doing it side by side, maybe not the best thing. I don't think it's gonna be a bad idea maybe for them to do some little stuff in the background and kind of get people used to it, a little bit, little prompts and stuff. Maybe just warning people if you are abusing it. Cause I think that's the key thing. You know, got, you know, there is that thing of your kids at college for a few months a year, you know, they're still kind of living at home most of the time. That's still the registered place. That's a bit messy. You know, maybe you got kids that live with another partner um, part of the week, you know, or you travel or you do, you're working away like half the week or something like that. This is where you're like, this is a, that you kind of view that that's not really account sharing. That's just how people live now. The difference is obviously is if you have got, you know, your mum and your brother and your sister and your uncle and they're all using your Disney Plus account in like seven or eight different places at once and you're watching it every night. That's where that concurrent streaming system is gonna start having maybe a little bit more of an impact. But, so it doesn't look like these the crackdowns happening straight away. But obviously if you are sharing it with lots of people, just be aware that things could change. Um, obviously they've got that new ad tier which is a much cheaper way of doing it. 
But yeah, just be aware, you might be all right for a little bit longer, but eventually they are probably gonna be doing a crackdown. But I think the whole Hulu thing in the US is probably distracting them where they have to focus on getting that sorted. And maybe not just pissing people off might not be the bad thing. But let us know what you think of Disney Plus doing its crackdown on password sharing. Let me know in the comments below. Let's now talk about Disney potentially selling Freeform and National Geographic. So this all came about due to an article at the Wall Street Journal, who said that Disney have been doing a major review of its assets, especially within its television division, and they viewed that ABC, FX, and the Disney Channel were critical for their business. However, National Geographic and Freeform were deemed less so. Now, the general idea from the Wall Street Journal seems to be that what Disney might end up doing is selling National Geographic and Freeform to A&E. Now, the interesting thing with A&E is it actually co-owns that with the Hearst uh, Corporation. So, essentially, they're selling it to themselves, so they still obviously have some control over it, but not fully. Um, but it's kind of like a weird thing. Now, whether or not this is the entire brand, whether or not it's just the channels, um, they view that, for example, like ABC and Disney Channel and FX are vital for feeding Disney Plus with content. They need that there. But maybe with National Geographic, they don't feel so. Now, I think with Freeform, I'll be honest, they could throw that thing away tomorrow and no one would really mind too much because they don't produce a huge amount of stuff. Most of the younger audience has already shifted over to streaming. Um, they're just doing, you know, like at this time of the year, it's pretty much just um, Halloween and Christmas movies. Um, they don't really have a lot of original. So Freeform, you could see that going. I think that's going to go anyway at some point. But National Geographic is really weird for me. Now, first off, this doesn't necessarily mean Disney gets rid of the whole thing. It could still have some assets. It could still, even if it sold it to A&E, it could end up licensing it back and still using it. Now, I think with National Geographic, it actually makes so much sense to keep it within Disney. It's a um, massive brand. It's well known. It's got lots of connections that they can use with Synergy, with their theme parks, at the, at the stores, um, just everywhere. You know, they've got like cruises and events and stuff that they do. It just feels like a natural fit for Disney. Kind of gives them um, that extra do documentary content that like, like Warner Brothers has with Discovery. And I think it's actually a really good fit. However, maybe they found over the last few years since they brought it when they picked up 20th Century Studios that it's just not resonating with audiences. Maybe people are just not watching it on Disney Plus. Maybe people are just not watching the channel the same way. And it's just not integrating maybe as well into Disney Plus as they expected. Now I was at a Disney store last week in London. We only had, we don't have that many left. And they used to have a National Geographic area downstairs. Went upstairs, they found a few bits and pieces. It's the same stuff that's been in there for a while. I mean, I think like generic soft toys of animals just doesn't feel very like Disney-y and seem very expensive considering that's just general. It's not like when you go to a zoo or something like that and you have really expensive soft toys that you just know you could get anywhere else a lot cheaper. So that seemed a bit of an odd thing, but maybe it's not working at the parks. Maybe they're just finding that with National Geographic, it's not working. I know like with National Geographic shows and stuff, you know, when we talk about it here or do articles and we talk about it on our Facebook group, there's not a huge amount of love for the stuff. You know, there's not a huge amount of people talking about them. So maybe they just feel like it's not working. Now I would be, I would be really disappointed if they got rid of National Geographic. I would think that would be a, a big mistake. Um, I think it's great for the company. I think it's a, a different element of content that they create that is different. It is, you know, I think most of it is family friendly. I mean, they've got some different things there with different topics and stuff, but that's good for adults as well. Wins lots of awards. 
it's great content, I feel. I think it's a really good fit for Disney. But maybe if they licensed it or sold it to A&E and then they licensed some of it back, we wouldn't necessarily notice much of a difference. And it's more of a paperwork transaction to kind of offset it from the linear books. And I don't know. You're definitely seeing right now that Disney are going through their assets, especially the ones they picked up from 20th Century Fox, and just looking at what's working, what isn't. You know, they've been looking at selling off some of Star India. You know, they've sold off other assets and stuff. It's very strange. I personally think National Geographic being gone would be a real problem. Now, obviously, as well, for Disney+, Plus, National Geographic is one of the core five brands. It is great. You know, it has been there for a long time. But how often do you see National Geographic stuff trending? How often do people watch it? How often do you watch National Geographic content? Let me know. Because... I could, if you know, that might be the big issue. Is Disney are just looking at it? It's just, it's, you know, if they push it over to A and E, they still have control of it. They can still have access to that assets, but they wouldn't own all of it, and maybe can just offset it. It's, I don't know. It's very weird. Again, nothing might happen. This is just a way of them looking at things. They might do some cost cutting and just merge some stuff together. Maybe they just um, trim down what they have. Maybe just have like one National Geographic channel, get rid of a couple of others, start making a little bit less on it. Maybe they can twist it around that way. But yeah, I mean, it is a very odd one. You know, we look at it uh, externally looking in and we can see like, oh, well, it seems to be a natural fit for Disney+. Plus. But internally, it might just not be hitting targets. It might not be doing what they want, and that might be a problem. But I don't know. I, I personally feel like that would be a big mistake. I think it brings a different type of content onto Disney+. Plus. So I, I really enjoy I do really enjoy the Nat Geo content. But let us know what you think. Do you think Disney should sell National Geographic, or should they keep it? Let us know what you think of that in the comments below. With the actor's strike now coming to an end, we've now got some little bit of an updates on two shows that have kind of been in limbo for a while. Um, that is The Rookie, The Feds, and also The Good Lawyer. Now, both of these shows are no longer moving forward. So The Rookie's The Fed has been cancelled after one season, and The Good Lawyer has just, it's just not going anywhere. The pilot has been passed on they did like a episode within the good doctor earlier this year as a kind of a pilot through the back door to see how people responded but because of the strikes and everything they had um, options on the cast they extended them but eventually got to a point where it's just it just wasn't going to work and um, they haven't got enough space to get everybody in and therefore with like, trying to get everything sorted after the strikes so these shows have gone I also think this fits in with Disney trying to cut down on the amount of general entertainment content it makes and spends on. And also both of these shows are made by external company. E1 makes the feds, while Sony makes would be making the good lawyer. So internationally, Disney ha doesn't have full control of these shows. They're done by different companies. You know, if they're not on Disney Plus because of that, it's like, I would, I could see like you're looking at these going, look, we can't use these anywhere in the world. We can't sell them. We can't do anything with this. It's very like we're putting money into somebody else's franchise. Why don't we do our own? So that would be my personal thought on this one. But yeah, so neither of those projects are going to be um, coming to anything, but let us know what you think of them in the comments below. Let's now do our comment of the day, which comes from Zoom, who says, What the heck happened to the release of Disney Plus in Vietnam? The last release date of Disney Plus in the Philippines was on November 17th, 2022. That's where I live. Yeah, you're 100% right on the fact that Disney has not really launched anywhere new for uh, over a year. Obviously, this kind of comes in with the idea of when Bob Iger came back in and basically, I think, just stopped everything because they were no longer chasing new subscribers. They were focused on making money. And I do think they have just looked at just going, like, we don't want to launch in new places. We don't want to be spending money on launches and getting all the tech and all the stuff ready. Let's sort out what we've got. Let's get everything right. 
Also, you know, they're more worried about making more money from per subscriber than just going for more subscribers. We've seen that with India. Getting 10 million subscribers, which are only maybe paying a dollar or two a month, isn't really where they're focusing on right now. They want to try and get um, higher spending subscribers and focusing on those countries first. We are seeing a big change in that. Hopefully, at some point, they might go after these countries and start rolling stuff out. It would make sense for them to do so. But we are really seeing Disney kind of changing its plans and stuff. But yeah, as you said, there hasn't been any like launches for a long time. But let us know what you think of all this in the comments below. Remember to go check us out over at what's on at DisneyPlus.com. Check out yesterday's news video where I talked about some delays. And tomorrow we'll have a live Q&A here on the channel. But on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Laters.